Hola, you're listening to In Your Piel or In Your Skin, a skincare podcast highlighting POCS editions, beauty professionals, and everything in between. I'm your host, Claire, and I'm here to help you feel empowered, find services near you, and learn about other POC beauty professionals that are doing big things in the industry. I'm an esthetician, digital marketer, polyglot, and I'm obsessed with all things globalization and skincare. I founded the brand Beauty Traducia, where I share skincare tips in a multilingual context, and I met so many amazing estheticians of color in the process. Finding beauty professionals of color is a common struggle on social media, and for this reason, I'm looking to highlight those that may look like you and can resonate with the struggles of being a POC in industries where inclusivity isn't always top of mind. This is a space where I look to share their story, new product launches, and talk about what we love most in the industry. If you're ready to find beauty professionals that can resonate with your story and maybe learn bits of a foreign language when possible, you are on the right show. Hello and welcome to another wonderful and exciting episode of In Your Piel Podcast. Today I'm really excited. I have an esthetician that really focuses on on unique treatments. Not a lot of other people are doing it. So I want to introduce all of you to Jandy and Instagram. You can find her under the Skincare Chateau. She's based in Atlanta, Georgia, and she focuses on men's skincare and intimate skincare. So welcome, Jandy. Hi, I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> glad to have you. I saw your, I, I think I reached out to you on Twitter and then I found your Instagram and I just like, she can talk, she can tell us some cool <laughs> stories, she has something to say, so we got to get her on here. So why don't we start out with talking about, um, just out of all the career paths you, you could have chosen, what made you become an esthetician? Uh, so I have done so many things in my career, like pathway. Um, I've done customer service in like a call center. I've done like, um, believe it or not, working in a warehouse. Like, (laughs) yeah, I've done so many things and I just like decided like, you know what, I really want to do something that helps people more like, um, when it comes to relaxing and things like that. And so, um, at one point in time, my friend was like, hey, let's go get a facial. And I'm like, okay, I've never had one. Let's go. It looks relaxing. So I went and I'm like, I really like this. Like, uh-huh. what is this? And so I asked the lady, I was like, so what is your job title? And she was like, um, I'm an esthetician. And I was like, I want to be an esthetician. Like, <laughs> this, I want to do it. Like, <laughs> I want this. <laughs> So, yeah, that's how I chose it. It it was, like, a great experience. Um, I felt amazing after my facial. And I was like, I would love to give this feeling to other people um, for a living. Like, this is what I want to do. That's what attracted me to the industry as well. So that's good. It's such a common sentiment. And especially for a woman of color, we deserve to feel beautiful too. And we deserve to feel feel pampered. It's not just for rich white ladies in New York City kind of thing. Exactly. <laughs> so I really, I really want to applaud you for your platform. And I love how you really try to focus on something different you you focus on making men more comfortable with skincare and having them see it see it as kind of self-care you're taking for your your body's biggest organ 
and you're teaching them how to not walk around crusty, which I love because <laughs> it's it's skincare is marketed as such a feminine thing, and it's not. It's just like brushing your teeth. It's like flossing. It's just getting the gunk out so you can start and be healthy. Right. And so, how did you begin with that idea of targeting men? Oh, okay. So, um, when I was in school, right, I noticed that it was just, like you said, it was so focused on women. And I'm just like, I mean, men need facials, like men mm-hmm. need to be able to have self-care. And I didn't see a lot of people doing that. So I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to go out on a limb and I'm going to focus on men's skincare. So, um, when the clients would come to the school, it would be like all women, all women. So I would like advertise it towards men. Um, like I would post on my page, I'll be like, hey, you know, I'm really focusing on male skincare. If you would like to come in and try a facial, you know, just come to the school, I'll be able to help you. So I started getting men coming to the school and like they were really comfortable with me. So it wasn't like intimidating for them it was it was like a comfortable setting for them and you know they just started to become more comfortable with me and then I was like I really like this and so then I got into like the beard care um and like they would go crazy over the whole beard like (laughs) like massage and they're like oh my god this feels great I'm gonna tell my friends and so then they would tell their friends and now their friends are coming and so it just turned into like this whole like thing for me and so Uh um here in Atlanta it's just like I'm like one of the top people that men go to and they're just like I mean the girl got hands of a god like (laughs) 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 so it just makes me really happy that men are like really focusing on self-care now and that I'm Mm -hmm. able to give them that environment to feel comfortable in where it's like I still feel like a man, but I'm also Mm -hmm. taking care of myself. So I absolutely love it. It's so fun. And I mean, I'm going to be honest, men tip extremely well. Like, they tip so well. They listen to instructions. I'm like, hey, use this, this, this. And they're like, all right, cool. Versus, you know, like, women, we're kind of like, okay, well, why do I They want to fight you, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But men, they just listen. They're like, okay, cool. You say do it, I'm going to do it. So yeah, that's how I kind of got into it, and I love it. I absolutely love it. That's great. No, the first time I gave my dad a facial, he was like, "I get it now. I get why you want to do this and marketing <laughs> on the side. Like you have your desk job, but you you can also do this, and we're gonna make money off of this." So I'm just like, "Okay, cool. I finally have your support because <laughs> it's hard. Because like I went to school for marketing, and then like I I." left that job and I'm like okay I want to go to aesthetic school I want to become an esthetician my parents were against it because like we came from we came from Colombia and they're just like why do you want to work in a service industry like we could have stayed there and you could be making that money as a maid kind of thing but like now that they like they see it and they see how lucrative the field is and they see how how much I love it like it's it's different yeah so I think they realize I can I can do it all so I can do everything right we're super women Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of is a good segue into my next topic. So um, what, do, what do you want more women of color to know about skincare and how we can help them as estheticians? I feel like with social media, it's so frustrating because we're, we're, 
our content is constantly like contradicting the advice of popular influencers who are telling people to do their own micro needling at home with those awful little roller razors you can get at TJ Maxx. Oh my god! Spread bacteria all over your skin and give yourselves all sorts of nasty, nasty infections and cuts. So how how can we attract more women of color to trust us as professionals? What what's your insight on that? So that's like so interesting that you bring that up. So this year, my number one goal has to be I'm taking pictures with less filters. I feel like, um, you know, filters are really, really cute. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I love it. It makes you look so flawless sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we're living in a world of filters. Like at one point, I could not take a picture without putting a filter on. And I was like, this is psycho. Um, So this year, I'm making it an effort to take pictures with less filters because I want people to see, especially women of color, that hyperpigmentation is a real thing. That acne Mm -hmm. is a real thing. And although you know those are issues that we don't want they're real life and they it happens however Mm -hmm. that is when it is a good time to invest in an esthetician to help you fix those issues so that you won't feel like you have to have a filter on your picture or you have to wear makeup or you know because half of these celebrities and these influencers their skin does not look like that in real life Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's just like i really really um like I said, taking the first step with myself and not posting filters um, as much and showing them like, hey, I'm an esthetician, but I still have hyperpigmentation every now and then. Mm-hmm. But I know what to do to correct it. So mm-hmm. um, that's what I really want to do. I just want to show them that, you know, you can have imperfect, perfect skin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. Like, it's completely okay. It, it's stuff that you can fix. Um, God put estheticians here to help you. So, yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love that. Something <laughs> I've been doing is like, I know estheticians hate drugstore skincare and I know people always want us to recommend like, okay, what can I get at Target? Like, I don't have a ton of money to spend. Mm-hmm. So I try to at least focus on like learning about good face washes at least because like that's yeah. money you're rinsing off and it's going down the drain. It's not like a serum. It's getting absorbed into your skin. So like drugstore, drugstore skincare is pretty bad. I'm going to be honest. However, <laughs> I've I've been broke before. I know what it's like to want nice skin but not be able to afford like the fancy spa products. So I make it my mission to like know about all different price points and like products. So that's something I do in my virtual consults and it's something that's kind of popular now. But yeah, yeah I feel I feel like if more estheticians would stop being so hard headed and go to a drugstore and try to pick out like three products they can recommend. They don't have to do the whole line. I know Neutrogena is not great. I know Cetaphil doesn't do anything for your skin. But there's other brands like the Korean skincare and Laoche. Like they have a couple good yeah, cleansers yeah. and stuff. So like I wish estheticians would be a bit more open minded and then then like people will come to them. Yeah. So I feel I feel like if we can like open up our mind a little bit and like we know medical grade skincare or professional grade skincare we know what's better because it is, but if we can know a couple of good brands that people can can use, I feel like that's gonna help people continue to book treatments with us so we can actually help them change their skin. So. Yeah, for sure, because that's definitely um an issue for a lot of people. It's definitely price point, so I, mm-hmm. I completely get it, and that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. definitely that's that's my 
word of advice for estheticians is to be more open-minded. <laughs> I like that. Hey, you were mentioning before how you have two young kids at home, and I think that's really awesome for them to see you as a role model and you have your own suite and you have your own thing. And maybe you could talk about a bit of how, how do they influence your decisions as a business owner? I know they're probably young. They probably don't really understand what you mm-hmm. do quite yet, but I know they're proud of you. I haven't met you in person yet, but I can just get, get that vibe from you. That No, they, they have like a really awesome woman in their life to look up to. So Aww. maybe you can talk a bit about how, how, how your decisions at work shape or how, how, how you being their mom kind of shapes your business decisions. Okay, so my daughters, they're seven years old. Their names are Emery and Mari. They're my whole heart. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but um, my daughters actually have autism. Both of them are on the spectrum. So um, with that being said, like, it's important to me to be able to spend time with them. Um, it's important for me to help mold them into the young women that I know they can be. So by me being an entrepreneur and being able to make my own hours, like that's perfect for them because they get to see more of their mom. They get to, mm-hmm. you know, like see me and spend time with me. Um, I could take them with me to my job if I need to, to like do back office work. So, you know, they're in the suite like, oh, it's cool in here. What's this? What's that? You know, they don't understand any of it clearly but you know it's just like it's cool for them but um I mean it's it's just really awesome to have like two little humans that I know look up to me and they're like you know so grateful to have me and they're like my mom gets to spend a lot of time with me she's not always at work or you know that's awesome (laughs) yeah so I love it I absolutely love it and um we have a mantra that we say every day and they tell me like, I'm smart, I'm beautiful, and I'm going to be somebody. So that's our mantra. We say that every day, um, every that's morning. So cool. so yeah. Funny. So that's important to me that I instill that in them and actually show them that that is possible. Uh-huh. So yeah. I, I, I love that they have an entrepreneur to look up to. So they, they know that they there are multiple career paths for when they're older, because when you're at their, that age, people think like, oh, I want to be a singer. I want to be an influencer. I want to have my own makeup line kind of thing. And like they can do all that, but they can be their own boss, too. And I think like, that's really cool. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy for them that they have such a strong role model to look up to. Thank you. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so, so one of the things that really attracted me to your profile is your focus on continuing education. Because, of course, yeah. as estheticians, we get our license. We think we know everything. And then we go into our first job. And then we get a really big metaphorical slap in the face that we <laughs> are beginners. <laughs> yeah. So what are your tips for people that just graduated school that want to continue education? They want to keep taking classes, but they don't really know where to start. Are there, what, what, what would you tell them if you could have them all in a room and you could be the speaker? Okay. My number one thing um, would be when you're in school, find someone like a brand that you resonate with. So, um, for instance, if Image Skincare is a brand that you resonate with and you want to retail their products and that's a product that you want to use, invest in their classes. They have classes that they do on a monthly basis. Um, same with, um, cause I use SkinScript and Image. Um, SkinScript has such great education. Mm-hmm. Um, within, 
Yes, and it's so good. Like, I absolutely love it. And so it's like, don't stop learning. Like, always be a student. Um, and even with, like, if you have, like, um, for me, um, I have a business coach. So my business coach, she helps me to continue my education. And it's beyond um, just skincare education. It's just, like, business in general. Like, you know, different business strategies and things like that. So I highly recommend just, like, finding that one, um, like, skincare line that really resonates with you, that you really believe in, because most of them do have education um, platforms, and so, like, Mm -hmm. just continue to look into it. I'm also a licensed um, aesthetics instructor, and I'm about to open my skincare academy, and it's going to be virtual. Yeah, so it's going to be virtual um, until I'm able to get, like, an actual brick and mortar but yeah, like, so I'm um, going to do that. So my focus is definitely going to be helping estheticians with quality, continuing education. Um, I have so many things that I want to help, like, them learn, like, even with just, like, creating an experience for your client. So just things like that. And I'm super excited because that's, like, really a passion of mine to help other estheticians continue their education because we have to learn so much on a regular like things are always changing in our industry so I'm super excited about it that is so cool (laughs) I want to do a second episode with you once you have that school going so that we can talk more about that because I really want to know more and I'd love to sign up for your classes if they're virtual I mean I'm in New York you're in Georgia but we'll work something (laughs) out (laughs) absolutely that's really cool and so, uh, Jandi, just the final question. So how can we support you? Say people are listening to I have people. I, I was looking at this uh, at the statistics the other day. I have people in Germany listening. I have people Ooh. in the Philippines. This is a global podcast, and I'm sure people listening will want to work with you. They'll want your help. So how can they get in touch with you, and how can we all support you so that you can continue to grow? Also, well, first of all, congratulations. That's amazing. <laughs> I was surprised. I'm just like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, up on my German and reach out to those people. Right. <laughs> that's amazing. But um, for as far as support, you can definitely book, like, if skincare is something that you're interested in, you can definitely book a virtual consultation with me. Um, I'm actually doing free virtual consultations all january so um that's something that i'm doing um next month is my birthday month so i'm doing a lot of different things so (laughs) thank you thank you so i'm going to be doing a lot of different things that way but i mean just feel free to like go to the website it's um www.theskinchateau.com um and i have skincare products on there that i retail like i said i do retail image and skin script products both are really great lines. I love both of them. So you can support that way or just by even liking stuff on my Instagram. Like mm-hmm. I think people fail to realize like engagement is so important. So like I'm grateful for just engagement on my page. Um, you know, I have a, a YouTube channel now. So just engagement, subscribe. You're doing everything. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I'm all over the place. <laughs> everybody's gonna know the skin chateau (laughs) but yeah i mean i just appreciate every little thing so it doesn't whether it's a purchase or like i am appreciative of it okay well i'm gonna put all your stuff in the description box below so that people can follow and support you and we're gonna help you help you grow that's the point of this podcast i want to empower women of color and beauty 
So very, very cool. Yes, I'm so grateful. Thank you. <laughs> no, and this was a great interview. And if you're listening so far, thank you so much for your support and stay tuned for new episodes every Friday. And remember to follow us on Instagram and share and reach out if you know somebody that would love to be featured or if you, you yourself are that person. And I thank you so much for your thank support you. and have a great night. <laughs> I hope that this episode was both entertaining and informative for you. Expect new episodes every Friday, so make sure you subscribe and check out my social media pages at Beauty Traducida for daily skincare content. Also, let me know if you or someone you know would like to be featured in a future episode. We would love to hear your story. <laughs>